This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome into the flagship. I'm Ben Garrett at Spirit Ben on Twitter. He's at Barry at Zach underscore Barry. We both write for the Ole Miss Spirit, OleMissSpirit.com and Food of On 3. And the flagship is brought to you by College Corner. Zachary, what's going on, man? What's up, buddy? I do want to remind you, as Ben said, this show is brought to you by the good folks at College Corner. Yes, sir. 825 Sisk Avenue, Suite 105 in Oxford. Go over there, get swagged out, get your merch before you head down to New Orleans for the game. Or if you're just sitting at home in your basement, in your living room, outside, get you a nice polo. Game day polos on deck there. They've got everything. Cutter and Buck. They've got Columbia. All of that and more at College Corner. Go check them out. Get you some football swag. Get you some Ole Miss Baseball National Championship merch. All of that. They even got kids polos. If you want to get the kids looking fresh to death, you can do that at College Corner. In Oxford, that's 825 Sisk Avenue, Suite 105. Yep, that's College Corner sponsoring the flagship here on the Talk of Champions Network. If you haven't already, subscribe to review Talk of Champions on iTunes. And when you do, leave a five-star review. It doesn't matter what you say as long as it's five stars. We're available wherever you get your podcast. Just simply search Talk of Champions. And now available on YouTube. So make sure to subscribe there, too. And Zach and I write for the Ole Miss Spirit, OleMissSpirit.com, and Food of On 3. And this weekend, Ole Miss in Tulane, Face off in New Orleans in a matchup of top 25 teams. So what do you think about this game? I think the matchup is Michael Pratt versus the defense. Um, Pratt, next to Jackson Dart, probably had the best week one of anyone. Um, Perfect game against South Alabama. Um, Yeah, he's, he's got legit NFL draft buzz around his game. And I just... I anticipate him having to – if Tulane is going to win this game, it's going to have to be a Superman effort. I mean, he is going to have okay. to just play out of his mind and complete big third downs, move the chains, keep the Ole Miss offense off the field. I think that's the that's another matchup there is Willie Fritz versus Pete Golding because he's mm. going to try to play keep away, really take the air out of the football. Uh, I just – I don't think they're going to be able to do that. I think this defensive line has a completely different look to it with the – Big beef up in the middle. Sabian Harris was all over the place last week. Stephen Wynn, Joshua Harris. You know, those are the guys that I think to it sounds weird to it's weird to say it and kind of sounds stupid, but for those guys to be effective, they don't necessarily have to hear their name called. They just need to just clog up the middle, take up blockers, and let everybody else make plays. That's what they're there for. Now, if they if they get in the backfield and make a stop, 
awesome, perfect. But that's not what Pete Golding wants them to do every single play. Randall Joyner and that group, I think, are going to really turn some heads this year. Um, you saw Cedric Johnson in some coverage last week. They're showing some different looks in that 3-4. I hated that. I hated um, that. I, I have, like, <laughs> I don't, terrible flashbacks to Ryder Anderson covering a wheel route. Remember yeah, that? I, yeah, I don't think that's going to be a thing all year, but it's a different look, and I think that they're going to really get after Michael Pratt. They're, they're not going to show they're not going to show all their cards, but they're going to show some some complex looks, some some blitz packages, and get after him. That's what I'm looking forward to is that front seven against Michael Pratt because I, I I couldn't tell you a name of a two lane wide receiver. Um, I'm sure they've got some decent guys over there, but the secondary is as long and as athletic as as Ole Miss has had in in some time. Um, That's what I was going to say. I mean, the, I, the secondary I, I think, is what's got me confident because we talk about Jackson Dart and him owning stuff now and being the leader of this football team. Defensively, their strength is run through the back end. That's where their athleticism is. That's where their next-level talent is, and they've got a wealth of it. I think uh, it's not just Dejon Anthony who had an interception last week. It's John Saunders and his ball skills, his length, Deshaun Gaddy. I think we're going to see big things from Deshaun Gaddy. Yeah, the opener was kind of quiet for him. I'm expecting huge things from him. I'm terribly curious to watch linebacker usage against Tulane. It's getting to the place where Suntreen Perkins just needs to be put at linebacker and left there for three years until he goes to the NFL. Uh, this player is is a next-level player, and, yeah, he doesn't really know exactly what he's doing right now, but he still led the team in tackles against Mercer. And when you look out there and you're wondering, all right, where's the next-level talent? He pops. But there's another guy that I think at linebacker could be kind of like that, Not not – I don't think the same kind of upside, even close to the same kind of upside as Sonny P here. But Ladarius Tennyson, his move to linebacker, and I know he played against Mercer and he's mostly playing safety. I think that could be your two linebackers. I think that was the plan was to, for those two to be your linebackers going into the game. And then it was Monty Montgomery and Jeremiah Jean-Baptiste and Kari Coleman. But none of the latter three really did anything to jump out at me. Now, I'm not a football savant. I don't pretend to be some football expert. But when I was watching the game, you could tell the difference in speed, athleticism, uh, not necessarily overall confidence, because I feel like Jeremiah Jean Baptiste and Monty Montgomery were where they needed to be. They just don't have the same type of pop as Sonny P does that Ladarius Tennyson is an athletic freak at linebacker could. So linebacker usage this weekend is terribly interesting to me. I'm impressed with what Ole Miss has. And after watching in week one, all of the SEC, including those teams in the SEC West that Ole Miss will be competing against, I feel the same today as I said, as I felt going into Mercer, coming out of Mercer after a 73-7 win. I think this is a good football team. And um, I expect Ole Miss to win this weekend. And I, I think it's going to be a competitive game. Tulane's a good football team. And it's a swing game for both teams, specifically with Tulane. If they win this game, well, then you're on a rocket ship back to a New Year's Six. Um, if you're Ole Miss, this is what allows you just to hold serve, if you will, in the SEC West and really continue to build what I think is some good early season momentum going into Alabama. Uh, Alabama and LSU are probably the two teams ahead of Ole Miss in the SEC West. I mean, you can make arguments for Arkansas making that step at some point this year. I don't know about Auburn, um, but in Mississippi State, I don't think is going to be able to make that kind of step. But when I look at this, this division – A&M is still interesting. A&M's I – I don't bring up A&M for a reason. I've completely okay. abandoned any belief at all in Jimbo Fisher and Ross is still the AD at Texas A&M, correct? Yeah. Yeah. I'm good. When I look at the West, it's for me, Alabama, LSU, 
and then probably right now after week one, Ole Miss in my mind, because I think Ole Miss has a lot of talent on both uh, sides of the ball, more on offense than on defense. And defensively, they're still very much a work in progress. The the jury is still very much out on that defense because we just haven't seen enough of it. But they did respond after that awful season opening play, quarterback keeper. And that sometimes just happens, you know. Um, to start a year, you're facing a Mercer. You're just trying to get settled into the game, and then boom, pop, it's on. Um, so maybe it was good for Ole Miss that it started that way because they did settle in well. They only gave up 160 um, further yards of offense, and Tulane never – I mean, not Tulane, excuse me. Mercer never again reached the in, the red zone. So I like this Ole Miss football team. I'm pretty confident in it. I think a lot of my confidence stems from Jackson Dart. Uh, Jackson Dart is – I mean, he was in complete – in total control against Mercer. And, yes, it's Mercer. We'll add that caveat the entire show. It's Mercer. We understand that. But he was in complete and total control. And what was the most uh, like most incredible tell to me about the situation in general, the quarterback competition, Spencer Sanders did not come into the game until 8.08 to go in the third quarter. There was no gimmicky stuff. Now, I think there will be some, like, package designs for Spencer Sanders for Tulane. I think they were very yeah. vanilla against Mercer as they should have been because you should be able to line up against Mercer as the superior team, run your base, and beat the shit out of them. However, you're not going to be able to just line up and beat the shit out of Tulane. You're going to have to scheme to beat Tulane because they are a good football team. Um, not that almost didn't have to scheme against Mercer, but you get what I'm saying. And this weekend, I think you're going to see both quarterbacks, but still it'll be Spencer Sanders in deference to Jackson Dart. If we wonder in this age and culture of the transfer portal and name, image, and likeness, and players getting theirs, justifiably so, getting theirs, um, and how does leadership manifest in that kind of culture? I think Jackson Dart is the unquestioned leader of this team. I think he is, has stepped up, and all of his teammates gravitate towards him. They'll tell you the exact same thing. Jackson Dart leads Ole Miss football. It, it's eerily similar to Matt Corral's last year at Ole Miss. And the opener for Jackson Dart was what Matt Corral would have done against Mercer. So if you were wondering after week one, is Jackson Dart on track, on schedule, for that year two Matt Corral leap under Lane Kiffin that we said he had to make in order for them to be a true contender? Well, so far, so good. This is obviously the biggest test to date, but it's only the second game. And I believe Ole Miss is going to win it. And a lot of that belief and that confidence stems from Jackson Dart looked like a different football player. I don't believe he's going into Tulane with Lane Kiffin and losing this game. Now, they could. This is a good football team. Even with a fully healthy Michael Pratt, I think Tulane would have given – is going to give Ole Miss a heck of a game, but Ole Miss is a better football team is going to win pretty handily. This is like the trendy pick this week for handicappers. I, I think it's – it's on the road. It's Tulane. I think they're getting a lot of credit for last year, winning 12 games, beating SC in the Cotton Bowl, which they deserve the credit. They, they whipped SC. Heisman won. You, you beat the Heisman winner and USC in a New Year's Six. You deserve that kind of credit. Yeah, and and look, you can say, well, SC didn't want to be there. They weren't in the playoff. They, do, they, they didn't really care, but the talent discrepancy there should have been enough for SC to win. Tulane beat them, but most of that team is gone. Michael Pratt's still there. He doesn't have the weapons that he that he had last year. And, and I just think this is a game where it's you don't throw your helmet on the field and that's it, but you're Ole Miss. I mean, it's probably 60 to 65 point differential and 
recruiting rankings, you're going to have the better players across the board. And yeah, I think Dart is a man on a mission right now. I think that not only for him personally of just proving everybody wrong and, you know, Hey, look, I told y'all I was the dude and now Mm -hmm. I'm showing you, but yeah, I think he's the leader. I think he wants to elevate this program to another level. Um, it's not just Lane Kiffin and the fans that were upset about how the year ended last year. The players were pissed. They, they, they were mad. They didn't want to end the year like that. Um, so I think that the returning players that were on that 2022 team a year ago are angry too. And they want to go out and prove a point and show that, Hey, that seven and no start wasn't a fluke. We're going to come mm-hmm. back and we're going to, we're going to prove it again. Um, you've got Tulane this week and then you've got Georgia tech and then it gets real and you go to Tuscaloosa and you got to handle that. So um, I, I think that this is, you know, I, I don't want to call it a warm up. That's a little disrespectful to to Tulane, but yeah, but this a is a this is th- these are dress rehearsals. Yeah, I think that, and and by dress rehearsal, I mean this is going to be a game where like it's going to be very scripted. I think they're yeah. still going to be very basic because I think Glenn Kiffin would say it because I mean, look, he's going to say anything he wants at this point. He he's never one to mince words, right? Ole Miss should just be able to go out there and run their basic stuff and win by two, three should. touchdowns, in my should, opinion. I don't think that's what's going to happen early, especially early. I think they're going to – it's going to be close into the third quarter and then Ole Miss being the more talented team, the better team. And what I mean close okay. is like – I think it's at halftime it's going to be 21 to 14 Ole Miss. And then in the second – Really? I mean, third, second half, third – yeah. And then in the third quarter, Ole Miss starts to distance. It's 28-14, then it's 35-14, and then it's 35-17, whatever I mean, it might be. Either way, Ole Miss is going to win this game, I think. I'm pretty – I feel pretty confident about that. And yeah. I, I'm more confident in it today, having put my eyes on them after a season opener, having watched them all fall camp. Uh, but there are some concerns, too. Caden Priestcorn's not going to play in this game. The College Corner is headed to Oxford. Stop by their new location in the Oxford Commons off Sisk Avenue. They'll have 4,000 square feet of Rebel gear ready for your trip to the Grove. On your next trip to Oxford, stop by the College Corner or our other great locations in Ridgeland and Flowood. Hats, shirts, polos, pullovers, sweats, t-shirts. College Corner has it all. And as always, you can visit us online at collegecornerstore.com. That's collegecornerstore.com. The College Corner, where your game day apparel meets. The signs of summer are here. Freshly mowed grass, days in the water at the ballpark, and all the rest on the golf course. Well, that's how we do it over here at Oxford and Ole Miss anyway. And PXG Golf Apparel is here to make sure you're locked and loaded for round after round at University Course or Oxford Country Club. PXG has taken its mission to create the most high-quality, high-performance golf clubs in the game to their new line of apparel as well. With PXG Apparel, there's something for everyone. From pants, polos, and sweaters to hats, joggers, and skirts. You'll usually find me with a hat on my head, and PXG has nailed the fitted breathable. And my navy goes with pretty much anything. So don't wait another second. Elevate your style game on and off the course with the PXG Spring Summer 2024 Collection. Head over to pxg.com TOC and use promo code TOC for Talk of Champions at checkout to save 10% on all apparel. That's pxg.com TOC. Code TOC for Talk of Champions to save 10% on apparel. BXG, a proud sponsor of the Talk of Champions podcast network. Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes, so doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. 
Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress instead of perfection. You don't have to give up carbs or anything. And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com. And check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for 100 healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. All right, recapping the game. Anytime that you, you know, win a game 73-7, to seven, a lot of things have to go right. Like I said afterwards, I feel like our guys played with really good energy and um, execution. So that was great to see because first game of the season, like I've said, it's almost like an expansion team. So many new players. Um, I was impressive by the players to do that because there's a lot of things that Go into football about <clears throat> execution and substitutions, communication when you got new coaches, new players. Um, I was very pleased with that. So it'll be a big challenge this week. Going to play a top 25 team, Cotton Bowl champs. And I said, you know, they ask about nine game SEC schedule. So this is, this is a test really of nine game SEC schedule because this is a SEC football team. Um, with that type of talent, saw what they were able to beat the Heisman Trophy winner a few games ago. So, <clears throat> and going on the road, it's always challenging, especially with a new team. So, we'll have our hands full and have to perform really well and practice really well this week. Feel kind of like you fielded a question about Michael Trigg over the weekend. We noticed, uh, at least I did, uh, Braylon Brown wasn't suited up either for the first half, but. Ended up making pretty good play in the second half. What, what can you tell us about that? Um, I think you missed that on the on the um, dressing out. That was not the case. Um, so he did a good job. Played some of the special teams and and made a good catch on a seam route. So um, did a really good job. Lane, saying on the topic of uh, Tulane, you faced the same quarterback two years ago, if I'm not mistaken. And although your team had a lot of success against him two years ago, just how do you feel like he's different as a quarterback back then versus the quarterback that you've seen on film currently? Well, every year is different for every team. And um, two years ago certainly means nothing. They were 2-10 and ten that season. Um, I thought they were going to um, have a really good season. They took Oklahoma, if you remember, right before us, down to the last series and had the ball going down to beat Oklahoma. So but much different team now that's had a lot of success after last year's um, what, 12 wins and playing at a really high level. And the quarterback basically played as well as you can on air uh, last week with one, in, one incompletion. So he's very savvy, veteran, sharp, accurate, really good player. Just looking at the depth chart here, uh, last week Jackson and Spencer were listed as, as co-starters. There's no or there this time. Can you take us through that decision? Yeah, Jackson played really well. And like I've said, had a really good camp in spring. And so he's the starting quarterback and um, said all along, we're extremely excited about that room, that depth in the room. Um, Walker came in, played really well. 
made some really good throws in the game too. So, you know, I always say each in the team, each position group is its team within itself. And our goal is each year to improve that in the off season. And um, that position has been dramatically improved. Uh, like you saw the play from all three guys that went in. Kind of alluded to it in your opening statement, but when the game like Saturday gets as one-sided as quickly as it does, when y'all go back and look at the film, what, what, how do y'all kind of approach that film? What boxes do you kind of start looking to check at that point? Well, it doesn't matter what the score is. <clears throat> it doesn't matter what's going on. It doesn't matter if there's anyone in the stands. can't let that dictate how you play. And for the most part, our guys did a really good job. Always concerned about those type of games when it's going that way of coming out flat in the third quarter, which we have done here before in some blowout games. So <clears throat> I was very pleased for a new team to do that. Uh, you talked about him Saturday, but getting to look at him on film, just what did Sunterine kind of stand out in his first game, first atmosphere like that? Yeah, he was one of the defensive players of the game. Um, really was dynamic. Actually played really hard on special teams, had a good block on the punt return for a touchdown. So um, he was as advertised. Did And you don't always know that. Just because guys are ranked high in recruiting doesn't mean they're going to perform really well, especially in their first game. And uh, he, he did a great job. Going into the weekend, Zach, what is the recruiting information that Ole Miss fans need to know in Zach's recruiting attack? Well, we got a couple quarterback notes for the 2025 class. If you saw it earlier this week, it was reported by uh, my good buddy Tyler Palmatier with the Tennessean. Uh, Deuce Knight has left Lipscomb Academy, um, and he is going back to George County. Uh, that is at least the word that I am getting. I have uh, reached out to Deuce. He has yet to get back to me. I, I assume he's got a lot going on. He typically does get back to me. Um, but, yeah, I, I think um, – I spoke with some people around Lipscomb Academy and people around Nashville. I don't, I don't think it was anything more than he was just homesick. Um, big change of culture, big culture shock there with going from Lucidale, Mississippi to, to Nashville, a private church of Christ school. Plus, I mean, dude, you talk about baptism by fire playing IMG Academy in week one, and then going on the road to take on Sarah land in Alabama. Um, I mean, just a, brutal first couple weeks uh, for him at Lipscomb Academy. Now that's not to say, Oh, well they lost those two games. So he's tucking his tail and going back home. No, uh, Kevin Mawai, the head coach at Lipscomb Academy said as much said that there were, there were no issues with him whatsoever. He was great in the locker room. He was an awesome teammate. He was good in the classroom. I think he just missed home and wanted to go back. It happens, man. He's a, he's a quiet kid. Um, I think he just missed his family. He wanted to be back. You know, he's got a ton of friends at George County. Obviously, uh, that's where he's from. Um, I think he just wanted to go back. I talked with someone very close to the Tennessee program who would absolutely know. Uh, I think they have shifted to George McIntyre, another Nashville guy. Um, right now, I think it's Auburn and Ole Miss for Deuce. Notre Dame is in there fighting, um, but I do think it's Auburn and Ole Miss. Uh, Hugh Freeze and that entire staff hit him up when the contact period started. Um, Ole Miss did the same. I think that those are the two schools out front. Um, Notre Dame is in it, and he loves Marcus Freeman. Um, he loves Gino Gadugli and the rest of that offensive staff. For a kid, now, you, you're probably – the wheels are turning if you're listening or watching this. How's a guy going to go to Nashville and then leave after a couple of weeks to go back home because he's homesick? Is he going to go to South Bend? I don't know. 
college is different. Now he, I think he understands this is a, this is a, you know, a business decision. It's a life decision. He values that education. His parents value that education at Notre Dame. But I do think that it's Auburn and Ole Miss. Um, I'm not going to read too much into it with him going back to Mississippi and know, oh, like Ole Miss is is now in the driver's seat because he's back in Mississippi. I was playing I that role know. today. That's what I was doing today. <laughs> yeah, I, I I mean Ole Miss was always going to be in it regardless of where he was. It's it certainly doesn't hurt that he's back in Mississippi. And he said at Juice Fest when we all talked to him, he said he wanted to see some games this fall before making a decision. He wants to see some offenses. Um, certainly a little bit easier now for him to drive up the road to Oxford to go see a game. You know, maybe he goes to Georgia Tech next week to watch Ole Miss in person. Um, so I, I think that it's certainly an interesting development. Um, and then sticking in the 25 class and at the same position at quarterback, I just finished writing about it. Keelan Russell, the quarterback at Duncanville uh, over in Texas. Um, it, it seems like right now, uh, Billy and Body over at uh, the SMU and LSU sites, he wrote about it as well. He says that unofficially right now, it's Ole Miss and SMU for him. Um, Sterling Gilbert, um, he is now on staff at Ole Miss. He's a Texas guy. He's really tight with Keelan Russell. They're recruiting him hard. And then obviously the the cachet of Lane Kiffin and that offense is, is certainly loud enough to get his attention. Um, he came to Juice Fest. He enjoyed himself. He liked what he saw from the staff. He liked what he saw from the new facility. And you have to think that he likes what he has seen so far with the offense. So um, I am cautiously optimistic there for either one of those targets for Ole Miss at quarterback. I think they're in a good spot for both. Um, they're kind of looking to make a decision around the same time frame. So um, is this going to be a case of, you know, whoever gets that spot first or is Ole Miss going to wait for one or the other and try to see uh, if they can get their quarterback for 2025. But yeah, I, I know that a lot of, talk about the 24 class and i think that right now they're uh they're kind of getting into that big game hunter mindset of trying to go out and, and flip some guys and focus their efforts on some big targets for 24 because they've got a pretty big class right now in terms did of mercer guys. did mercer do anything for any of the kids for 2024 i know cam franklin was in town yeah um i did put up a post with some reactions um didn't hear from cam um, I mean, I think that, you know, he's, he's locked in. I'm sure he had a good he time and liked what he saw, but um, yeah, I mean, some of the, the 20, uh, 25 targets, Caleb Cunningham's a big one. He was in town. He was thoroughly impressed. He liked what he saw. All right. Give me a final score for Tulane. Uh, I, I said it earlier this week. I'm sticking to it I, again. I, I, I'll do respect to the green wave. I'm excited to see Yulman on TV packed house sold out. The stadium looks great. I think Ole Miss has no issue. I'm going to say 44-16. 42-24 for me. Yeah, I can see that. I I think the defense is just going to be too athletic and just too much. I'm really excited to see what they do. And And Tulane's leading tackler isn't playing. That is notable. It's true. We need to point that out. As noble as it is for Michael Pratt to to lace him up and, and strap in, I still think he's going to be a little banged up. And if you can't, if you can't move against an SEC defense, it's going to be a, it's going to be a long afternoon. Um, yeah. I, I like Ole Miss big. I, I just think that offensively they're going to be too much. 
yeah, it should be a beautiful day. I know it'll be a little muggy down there, but um, yeah, it's going to be a great game. I, I fully anticipate, like you said, Ole Miss to make a statement. I do too. And if they don't, well, the morning after show with me and Bradley Sal on Sunday is going to be an adventure. Just going to put yeah. that out there. I do not anticipate the morning after show being a difficult one to do. Well, there you go. Zach just said it. So if it's anything other than what Zach says, blame him. It's his fault. Yeah. Zach's fault. Hashtag yeah. Zach did it. This you has can... been the flagship. I'm Ben Garrett at Spirit. Ben on Twitter. He's Zach Barry at Zach underscore Barry. We both write for the Old Miss Spirit. OldMissSpirit.com and put it on three. The flagship brought to you by College Corner. Thanks, buddy. We'll talk again. All right, buddy. See ya. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.